in a world where your alarm clock goes off too early. The coffee isn't already made. And you gotta make it to work. On time. Only one team of superheroes can wake you up. Mornings with Melissa and Jack on 103.7 Play. Begin now. Now, now, Well, good morning, sunshine. Hope you had a great weekend. You've got Melissa and Jack here with you for your Monday morning. It is June 15th already. Somehow, no one has any idea how, but (laughs) here we are. Uh, We do have an explanation, though, for something. You know how 2020 has been, well, 2020. Challenging. Yeah, that's an understatement for it. I think we finally have a reason why, at least a predictable reason why. Yeah, okay, This is. I guess you could say this is I the mean, reason. I mean, we should have known this was coming. That's mm. all I'm going to say. Uh, we'll tell you how next. Got Melissa and Jack hanging out with you. Thank you so much for starting your day with us. We appreciate you being here. So we got some uh, some good news. I think it's is good it news. good news? I'm not sure if this is. So remember the Mayan calendar that freaked everyone out back in like 2012? It's like the doomsday calendar. It is. Kinda. It is. It's from like ancient times, and scholars have said that the Mayan calendar can predict uh, when doom things are kind of happening. So back in 2012 in December, there was like this whole thing about how the Mayan calendar said it was going to be the end of the world. The day came, everybody was getting ready for it. Remember, like, club nights and bars were doing end-of-the-world parties and drink specials and stuff? I was pumped. Right. So it came, and then it was gone, and the world continued on. So everybody was like, oh, this is stupid. So it turns out, uh, we found out this week, that there were some math errors in there, and that if you followed the Julian calendar, which shifts into the Gregorian calendar, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, if you accommodate for all the changes in that, this week is actually... Uh, designated as the end of the world, according to the Mayan calendar. So you're saying there's a chance. I'm saying there's a chance. I mean, if you think about it, though, it kind of makes sense. Like 2020, we had COVID-19, civil unrest, Kobe Bryant's death, Australian wildfires, uh, robot bartenders, murder hornets. (laughs) Like all of this kind of sounds like it was leading up to it anyway. I don't know how dependable this Mayan calendar really is, but it is a glimmer of hope. And for that, I'm thankful. You feel like being told that the world might end this week is a glimmer of hope for you? Well, like you said, I mean, have you seen the news lately? It's it's probably time. 1037 Play. Have you heard about sleep divorce? Sleep divorce. This is a new thing uh, that people are talking about. So sleep divorce is when you sleep in a separate bedroom than your spouse. Everything is fine. Like, y'all are good. There's no issues or anything like that. But there may be a reason why you choose to sleep separately. So Carson Daly made this kind of public and uh, mainstream on the Today Show when he talked about he and his wife are sleep divorced. Everything's great. They got their four kids. They're all happy. But he snores all the time. He's got sleep apnea and she is still breastfeeding their youngest child. And he's like, it just does not work for us to go to bed. So maybe you have different hours from your partner or one of them is a blanket hog or whatever it may be. You can still be happily married and be sleep divorced. I am sleep divorced. I will say it. It's, it's well, it's pretty easy for me to say, but one, we have different schedules. I wake up super early for this job, but right. I also have a snoring problem. Like sometimes it's like I'm sawing wood, apparently. Like, that's, that's my sawing wood thing. <laughs> Like, I need to hit a sleep clinic, seriously. So out of fairness to her, mm-hmm. I sleep in the guest room, not all the time, but pretty frequently, because, you know, I'm a great husband, and I want her to get rest and not have to wake up to my snoring. Also, though, like, you're 6'4". You probably want your own bed to kind of stretch out in, right? Yeah, so everyone wins in this situation. <laughs> 1037 Play. 
1037 Play, Melissa and Jack in the morning. It was ladies' night on Friday night for some of my girlfriends and I. We've been uh, trying to get together every few weeks and do a driveway party. Because right. it's still kind of weird about being in people's homes. Understandable. So we get our chairs, we sit around in a circle in the driveway, enjoy some beverages. Okay, so we're there on Friday night, and we start to hear music from down the street. The sweet sounds of an ice cream truck coming by. Okay. Okay. That's that's exciting. It was very exciting. I don't even know the last time I, I heard an ice cream truck go by. Okay. And not only was it an ice cream truck, it was the famous ice cream truck. I don't know if you've heard about going through the neighborhoods that doesn't play regular ice cream truck music. It plays like Christmas music and Havana Gila. No one knows what's going on with this truck. Uh, wow, so we hear no. it. It starts to drive by and everyone's kind of looking at each other like, do we? Do we not? Yeah. Okay. Two of my girlfriends get up, go racing down the driveway, and start chasing this ice cream truck down the street to catch up with it. Now, I'm sure, as you can imagine, ice cream trucks tend to draw kids. Yeah. You know how many kids there were? Zero. Zero. It was two grown women running down the street to chase after this ice cream truck. Grown women with kids, by the way. Yeah, the kids were not there. This was an adults-only thing. So uh, they looked like lunatics running down, but, uh, you know, it was worth it. Yeah, you and your friends are nine-year-olds. That's (laughs) that's cool. We're young at heart. So what'd you get? Fudge bar, cherry explosion, Choco Taco? Uh, Got the Rocket Bomb Pop, obviously. All right, that's not bad. Right? 1037 Play. 1037 Play, Melissa and Jack in the morning. What happened this weekend? It wasn't really <laughs> that big of a deal, but uh, yesterday I went to pick up takeout food from Mom Siam, which is this Thai place. It's like right near my house. And I didn't, I, I just walked over there. I didn't think to bring my mask. I just forgot. Like oh. I usually bring my mask everywhere. So I'm walking in and someone walking out, they just say mask. Like, they weren't like, put on a mask. They just were like, mask. <laughs> like, that's like the, the way to do it now. When you walk past people, if like someone's not wearing one, you're like, mask. Do you have to say it passive aggressively under your breath? Yes. No one will hear you. So, I, uh, <laughs> this, this probably wasn't the best thing, but I took my shirt and I put it up like you're going to smell your armpits. Right. You know, like if you put your shirt up and you like put your nose, your nose and mouth in it. Mm-hmm. So, that was like my makeshift mask. Oh, Jack. And I know it probably didn't even do anything, but at least I was trying. Right. No, you were trying. You know? See, you got lucky, though, that someone said something to you and not to the manager. Did you see what happened at the donut shop? I did, and I'm glad this didn't Ooh, happen. There was a like a donut and bagel shop, and uh, there was a woman who went over to the people who were working there and was like, that lady there does not have a mask on. You shouldn't be serving her. Started a fight with the non-masked person, and the non-masked person actually spit on her. Like, you don't you don't do that. You don't cough a loogie out in public after you've been outed for not wearing your mask. Yeah. It's gross. Maybe she overreacted a little bit. And yes, we should all be wearing masks. I'm not arguing that. But immediately tattling on someone because they're not wearing a mask, that's not the answer. Like, maybe they that person had good intentions, but they forgot their mask. All right, that's true. You don't ever really know someone's full story. I'm saying just don't be a mask snitcher. <laughs> Did you say a mask snitcher? Mask snitches get mask <laughs> stitches. That doesn't even make sense. 1037 Play. Hollywood Hot Mess. Mornings with Melissa and Jack on 1037 Play. All right. To be honest, it should not have taken 25 seasons in 18 years to finally make this happen. But we finally have our first Black Bachelor. 
It is a really long. When you put it like that, yeah, it seems like a really long time. We've only had one female. I mean, that's insane, but I digress. Exciting that it's finally happening. Matt James is our newest bachelor. This guy is adorable. He's 28. He was supposed to be on Claire Crawley's season of The Bachelorette. That's the one, though, where production was shut down due to the pandemic earlier this year. Uh, He went and played football at Wake Forest. He runs this place called ABC Food Tours, where they take kids from underserved communities and they teach them about food and fitness. Wow, like, can this he guy's be perfect. any more perfect? No, he can't. He's Obviously, absolutely perfect. I'm a little disappointed that I've been bypassed once again, but you know, in the situation demand, I get it. I get why this time. I feel like you're missing the reason why you were not selected. Not good looking enough? No, it has nothing to do with Matt being selected. It has to do with the fact you got married in the fall. You always say that. And yeah, I don't even know what that means. A, kind of a thing. I don't even you understand can't be on that. The like, what are you trying to say? If Anyways. You're married. All right, so new friendship goals. Have you heard Liza Minnelli and Prince Harry are apparently this, besties now? This makes no sense. I love everything about this. I'm totally here for it. So, as you know, Prince Harry and Meghan Markle, they moved away from England. They're here. They've got all kinds of celebrity friends, but allegedly Prince Harry and Liza Minnelli, best buds. She was uh, really good friends with Princess Diana back in the day, so she's known him since he was little. Oh, okay. I was going to say, what situation did these two meet? Like, you know, they were hanging out at a club night or something or playing (laughs) at a yoga class. Yes, they're doing yoga (laughs) together. 1037 Play. Second date classic. The following contains strong language and nudity. It's intended only for mature audiences. Listener discretion advised. Melissa and Jack's second date on 1037 Play. So, Nicole, what's going on here? Well, um, Tony and I went out to uh, dinner and drinks, and I thought a great time. We ended up back at the bar having more drinks and having great conversation, and he just never has gotten back to me. And I thought we hit it off. I mean, did you guys have a lot in common? It seemed that way. It seemed that way. He has kids. I have kids. He's... He's divorced. I'm divorced. Um, I mean, we had that in common, at least, and and the sports aspect of it, too. Um, We're both sports fans. I just don't know. Nicole, you know how second date works. We're going to call him up. You stay in the line. You stay quiet, and we'll try to get answers. We'll try to figure out why he's not getting back to you. Great. Hello? Hi, is Tony there? Uh, Yeah, speaking. Uh, Who's this? Tony, this is Jack. Uh, you don't actually know me. I'm a mutual friend of uh, Nicole. I think you went out on a date with her recently. Does that ring a bell? Uh, yeah, but uh, you don't know me? No, it, uh, this sounds kind of strange, but I'm calling on her behalf because she said you guys went on a great date recently and uh, and you haven't been calling her back. And she, she kind of just wanted me to call and figure out why. I think she was nervous and something happened on the date or is there something wrong with her? Uh, I mean, I I don't mean to be rude, but I don't really know what business it is of yours. She's just like beating herself up, trying to figure out what she did wrong. Is there anything I can tell her? Uh, I mean, it went fine, but you know, I don't know for the best uh, match. Uh, she's a grandmother. Did you know this? Uh, what do you mean she's a grandmother? Like she's just too old for you or something? <laughs> no, no, she's literally a grandmother. She had a kid, and then her kid had a kid. It's just a little strange, you know, go out with someone who's a, a grandma. I always associate that with, you know, somebody being a, a little bit older. And, and, you know, I don't know if you heard of this, but uh, she's kind of a gilf. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I, I've you, heard of that You ever term. hear that? So she's a grandma that you'd like to F. What's the problem? 
<laughs> She's telling grandma. Kind of creeps me out. I'm, I'm sorry to say, but if you wouldn't mind not telling her that. But What difference does it make if I'm a grandmother? Wait, 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 wait. I heard everything you said. What are you doing on the phone? Ooh, hey, Tommy, did I forget to mention that Nicole has been listening in this entire time? Yeah, I'm on. Is this some kind of game? No, you're actually just on second date on 103.7 Play. Uh, I, I thought you said you were her friend. Well, Sort of her friend. I mean, I just think that that's kind of immature for you to worry about the fact that I'm a grandmother. I had my daughter Damn young, it. and she had a child young. I mean, I'm not old. Nicole, I mean, how old are you? I'm 42. I mean, there's just things about the situation that I'm not comfortable with. I wonder about, you know, why your daughter had a child so young and who you might be. Really? You have teenage children, don't you? Uh, yeah, I do, you know, but did, none of them have children. Happen just because I happen to be a grandmother at a very young age. I still like going out and fishing and boating, and I got my motorcycle. We went out on one date, Nicole. I know. I know we did. I had a great time. I thought you were having a great time, too. I mean, we we laughed. We closed the place down. I thought we were having a fabulous time. Tony, you referred to Nicole as a gilf. Uh, for those of you unfamiliar with the term, that is a grandmother I'd like to F. Yeah, gotcha. Mm-hmm. So, obviously, <laughs> you find her attractive. Can we put you two on a second date, courtesy of 103.7 Play? Uh, for free dinner? Yes, for a free dinner. I mean, I, I I would go out for a free dinner. I'm not going to pass up a free dinner. You just got to help her put her dentures in. <laughs> I'm not particularly interested in pursuing any kind of relationship, but I, I would have dinner. I just want to go out and have some fun. We got a yes. We got a second date. Oh. We're, we're going to stop right there. It's probably not going to work out. No, it's not going to But work you know out. what? Let's put them on a second date. It's Tony, happening. just out of curiosity, if we weren't paying for it, would you go on a second date with her? Uh, I, I don't think so, no. Okay. I just, just uh, was curious. I've always been told to never pass down anything free. 103.7 Play. Mornings of Melissa and Jack. You're a second.